Welcome to Redo of Life, a podcast that gives you the prescription for a fresh start. I'm your host and registered nurse, ready to inject you with the power to transform your life. Because we all deserve a second chance. Let's rewind and press Redo on Life together. Hello, friends. I am so glad to get to chat with you once again. This past week has been very exciting for me because guess what? I just turned 24. I just had a birthday (laughs) and whoa, I feel so old already. I can feel the wisdom settling in for my old age and all my life experiences. 24, it's a long time to have lived this earth. (laughs) No, but all jokes aside, I've been through so much that sometimes I feel I am way older than I actually am. But man, after my birthday, I started thinking that being on your 20s is not as easy as Hollywood movies make it look like. And, you know, I got all melancholic and emotional, so I started to reflect on life on my life, and I started wondering why this decade is so hard. Why? What is it about your 20s? It's supposed to be fun, and they're supposed to be unforgettable and exciting and amazing. But they're not like that all the time and for everybody. And first of all, I think most people don't even know who they really are when they're in their 20s. You're still trying to find yourself, figure out what you want from life, And you're filled with doubt, insecurities, and expectations from others and yourself. And isn't it crazy to think that you have to make the most important decisions of your life, like finding your life partner or choosing a career path, starting a new job, or maybe just hanging out with the right group of people and friends, when you don't even know what you want from life yet? It's such a controversial time, at least it is for me, because... You want to have fun, but you don't want to waste time because you think about your future. And you want to make good life choices, but you're so scared to mess it up. And sometimes you feel like a mess, and you're afraid of people finding that out. Like the imposter syndrome. I don't know if you've heard about it, but this is a real thing. And it doesn't only affect people in their 20s. I have heard people in their 40s that feel this way. This syndrome can appear and follow you your whole life. And as I was trying to find the actual definition of this syndrome to share with you guys, I ended up doing some research and came upon an article called Imposter Phenomenon. And it's written by Huecker, Schreffler, McKenney, and Davies, which I believe they're all medical doctors, some of them, and PhD. And don't judge me on the pronunciation of their names. You don't even know what I had to go through to find out how to say their name right. All I can say is that Google is my best friend in moments like this. (laughs) No, but um, what they were saying in the article is that they describe the imposter syndrome as self-doubt of intellect, ability, or accomplishments, especially among high-achieving individuals. These individuals cannot internalize their success, so they experience feelings of self-doubt, anxiety, depression, and fear of being exposed as a fraud at work or life in general. This happens despite verifiable and objective evidence of their successfulness. I was reading about this and I was relating to everything that I was reading. 
I remember struggling with this, especially when I started working as a nurse. Right after getting out of nursing school, I had a huge problem with my self-confidence and I started working and I, I felt that nothing I did was right. Even though people around me were praising me or were telling me that I was doing a good job, I felt I wasn't. And I felt that someday someone is going to find out what a mess I am and what a bad nurse I am. I had to understand that those feelings weren't actually real. They weren't based on reality. They were based on my perception of myself and my inability to see that I actually have good skills and I can achieve something. And I didn't know, but this is a huge and and an actual deal. Like people are doing research and are studying about this uh, syndrome. And I'm sure many people out there are feeling this way. Maybe you're feeling this way today. I'm telling you that you have to understand that you can be capable of success. You have the ability and the skills to do something good, but you have to process it and believe it. If you don't believe in yourself, it's not going to matter what other people say of you. If other people say good things about you, if other people are supportive and show you your talents, It's not going to matter unless you open your eyes to your own abilities, to your own talents. You can't be constantly self-doubting yourself. Because due to this low self-confidence, it takes us to a point when we're constantly preoccupied of what other people think of us. Because we don't have a good perception of ourselves and we believe that is how other people view us as well. We struggle so much when we make mistakes because we have the need to be perfect in order to keep our external image or reputation intact. We think that that way people won't find out that I'm a fraud. That way I am worthy. Have you had those thoughts before? Maybe you haven't consciously, but in your subconscious That is why you act or think this way. That is the real root of the problem. And I think at some point in life, everyone experiences this. I personally still struggle with it. The need to be perfect. Because I think that by being perfect, people are not going to find a fault in me. And they're going to love me. But I have realized three things. And the first is that you need to believe in yourself. No one else can make that switch in your brain. Only you. Second, you need to work hard and accept the success that comes with the hard work. Everything that you do in life is going to pay off. So if, if you are a hard worker, that means you're going to be successful. But you have to believe it. You have to embrace it. And that way, the imposter syndrome is going to disappear. And number three, you have to eliminate the noise from other people's opinions and accept yourself and your reality as it is. Remember that we're not perfect and we don't need to be perfect. When you feel self-doubt or negative opinions get to you, remember to reground yourself in what is true to you in the core of who you really are. 
This is really hard to do for me. But my husband is that person that helps me come back to the center. He always helps me take a step back and instead of focusing all my attention into one single negative thing, I then take a look at the whole picture of who I really am and it helps me reground myself. Because one mistake you've made does not define you. And what other people think of you does not define you either. But yeah, this is part of why being on your 20s can be so hard. But the good news is that it can be easier if you learn a couple of tricks that I have. So I'm going to share some things that have helped me navigate this decade so much easier. So the first point I want to make is connected to what we've been talking about. So understand that you don't have to be perfect. So lose up the expectations you have from yourself. If you constantly obsess over making everything right and not making mistakes, you lose time to be present in the moment and enjoy the process of growth. You're just now learning to leave and mistakes are part of this process. You can't grow if you don't fail first. Or like Richard Nixon's famous quote that says that the finest deal has to go through the hottest fire. This is so true. Failure and tribulations will make you evolve into a better version of yourself. But the only way for that to happen is to accept that you can be perfect. No one is born knowing what to do. You just have to embrace the things as they come and find a way to work on them. And it's okay to be afraid of the future because you feel you don't know what your future will look like. It's normal. We all have that feeling. But that is why the next trick is to own your mistakes. Use them as a tool to be better because we're all here to learn and to grow. And after you've learned to own your mistakes, you need to change your reaction to failure and difficulty. Instead of viewing failure with an attitude of frustration and guilt that will hold you back from moving on, go ahead and laugh it off. Vent it off if you need to. Accept and own it. And then try again. Act like it's not a big deal. If you didn't make it this time, you will next time. Just keep trying. Never stop trying. Work hard for what you want in life. Because that takes me to the fourth advice of today, which is do things for your future you. Because our decisions today will create our future. So when you are at a crossroad and you don't know what to do, ask yourself, what would future me want me to do? For example, if I drop out of high school now, how would that impact future me? Or if I decide to change a career or quit college, how is my future going to look like then? And while thinking about your future, you understand that sometimes in life, you need to make sacrifices in order to have a better life. I found an equation uh, on a picture on Instagram that I liked that it was basically saying hard choices equal easy life. Easy choices equals hard life. And it's so true. Sometimes, especially when you're young, you need to sacrifice so you can have a better life. And there is this brilliant psychologist that has revolutioned my life with his way of thinking. He is 
so wise. And if you've never listened to him, I invite you to do a little research and hear the things he has to say because it's absolutely mind-blowing. His name is Jordan Peterson and there is something that he said in an interview that impacted me when I heard it and it goes perfectly with the topic that we are talking about today. So I think the best way for you guys to get the actual whole message is to listen to him because I can never reproduce exactly what he says. And I want you guys to get the best version of his idea. So I'm gonna play it for you guys. Hopefully this is gonna work. You know, I've never done it, um, but I don't think it should be a problem. So I have it pulled up here from YouTube and we will listen to it and then uh, and then talk about it. Okay, so here we go. Let's see. You should push yourself beyond your limits of tolerance in your 20s to find out where it is. How much can you work? How disciplined can you become? Like, can you work 12 hours a day? Can you work eight hours a day? Can you work three hours a day? Like, flat out. Where's your limit? How much work can you do and how much socialization? You should find out. Push yourself past and then back off to, to that point where it's optimally sustainable. It's good to think about that as a goal. It's like you're trying to discover what your limitations are when you're when you're in your 20s so that you can hit that edge so that you can sustain yourself across the decades. Too much fun takes you out. You don't want to be the oldest guy at the disco. You know, it's not fun being the 40-year-old at the singles bar, precisely. You want to make sure that what you're doing is age-appropriate and you want to push yourself in every direction that you can, but you should be doing that with an aim in mind. It's like you're trying to make yourself into a better and more competent person. And so some discipline along with the fun is a good idea. So that's the end of it. This is just like a YouTube short. Um, so his, his whole interview is not complete. Wow. What else? What else can I say after this? There's so much wisdom in just that statement that I think I'm just going to finish this podcast right here because I don't think anything else that I have to say is going gonna, is gonna to be at that level. <laughs> no, but yes, push yourself to be better every day especially in this decade. This is the time, this is the moment for you to work hard, to be better every day. This is the time to make sacrifices so you can have a better life later on. Stay focused on you. Have goals and work hard to achieve it. Don't look around trying to see what someone else is doing. Don't compare yourself with other people. And that's my fifth advice. Don't ever do that because everyone has a different pace in life. And maybe you see someone that has achieved more than you have with the same age as you, but that shouldn't discourage you because your process is different. Your path is unique and special. So if you see that your friend or somebody else finished college and has graduated and you're still working to finish your degree, that shouldn't be what you should focus on. Because your time is different than theirs. And when your time comes, you're going to be great. So don't look at someone else's timing and think that you should be doing the same thing as that person is doing. Don't focus on what you lack, but look at what you have and try to work with it. And that's my sixth advice. And no one says it better than Greg McKeown which, buddy, I'm sorry if that's not how you pronounce your name, because, who? that sounded weird. Uh, I'm probably not saying it right. So I'm apologizing in case he ever listens to this podcast. <laughs> Just think I'm a Romanian girl 
that doesn't know what she's doing and what she's saying. So I'm sorry. But going back to the quote, he says, when you focus on what you lack, you lose what you have. And when you focus on what you have, you get what you lack. So yeah, we're constantly either looking around us at what other people have and we don't, or just simply wondering how it would be if I had that car. Maybe if I had that ability that this person has, I could be smarter and then I could achieve my dreams. No, maybe you don't have that skill or you don't have that talent, but you have other talents that will help you achieve your dreams. You can't just give up or you can't just not pursue what you want because you're lacking something. You're never going to have everything you want in life. It's impossible. No one has everything. You are going to be lacking something at some point in your life. But if you make that your focus, you're never going to be able to move forward. So yeah, my friends, this was all that I've been thinking about in the past week. <laughs> this decade is full of challenges, but it's also full of new beginnings. You're here to grow, to learn, but also to have fun. And this is the time to meet new people, try new things, take risks, and hope for the best. But sometimes all it takes for life to be easier on you is to enjoy the little things and see the beauty in everything. Make the good things your focus. Romanticize your own life. Because life can be beautiful. You're young, beautiful, and full of potential. You just don't know it yet. So I'm here to remind you of that. And if you're past your 20s, that doesn't mean that you cannot apply what we talked about today. You still have time to learn and redo your life. There's always time for growth. So take advantage of all these things that we have talked today, put them into practice in your own life, and you will see the changes. Because my friends, it works. And I'm going to summarize everything that we have talked about in case it got missed in all that information. So first, you don't have to be perfect. Second, own your mistakes. Third, change your reaction to failure and difficulty. Four, work hard and do things for your future you. Five, don't compare yourself with others. And six, don't focus on what you lack, but rather what you have. It doesn't matter if you're 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever age you have. These are all practical advices that you can use in your own life. Because you know what? It is possible. So share this podcast with other people so they can also start redoing their life. Rate us and download this episode. That way this community is going to grow. Because I'm your host, Mina, helping you become a better version of yourself. Until next time, friends, see you soon.